your value and your worth as a human being is not based on what you've done or what you've created or your job or how much you make. Your value is based on you. It's who you are. Living life and enjoying life is your birthright. It's not something you have to earn. It's not something that you have to strive for. You don't need to be at a particular place before you can decide to start living. You're already living. You're breathing. Your heart is beating. Your lungs are pumping. You're already living. When are you going to decide that you want to enjoy that experience instead of resent it? If there is something that you want, that you feel called to do, that you feel aligned with, for a second do not believe that you are not worthy of it. If you want it, you are worthy of it. If you are confused on how to get there, join the club. If we're sitting around flipping over every rock, looking for the timeline, looking for the answers, looking for the next move, the next step, looking, 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 we're going to miss the quiet whisper in our ear that tells us, now is the time. But you're awakening already, right? It's already happening. That's why you're here and why you're listening. Nothing is broken in your world. Nothing needs to be changed. Nothing needs to be different. And yet everything is constantly changing because it is the inevitable nature of that which is eternal. What I've come to realize in this endless searching for answers is that there really are none. If you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, then, then what do you have? You have an act, right? Instead of a life. I am Vanessa Fontana, and welcome back to Figuring Shit Out. It is midnight right now, and I've never recorded at midnight, and my window is open, so if you get any feedback or background noise from New York City, that is what it is. It's a really breezy, beautiful night, and I'm just going to let it rock, let it ride. It's Saturday. Actually, it's Sunday because it's midnight. Um, and I just felt called to record and called to share now. Um, I've moved out of creating as something that I need to do, I need to post, I need to get this momentum built and more of moving it into something that I feel called to do. And I got home after hanging out at the bar with some friends. Um, I didn't drink, so I'm not recording this drunk, by the way. I'm just awake and I felt like very centered in my space. And it seemed like a good time to set up my camera, set up my microphone and just go. And I haven't really had a stream of consciousness episode, and I have an idea of what I want this episode to be about, but I'd like to see where it leads and just really follow that arrow. A big theme for me this week and for a lot of my journey has been accepting relentlessly and unconditionally where I am at and not judging and not wanting to be in another place and not forcing things to be anything other than what they are and allowing everything else to fall into place. And when I do this fully and when I live presently, everything flows with a lot more ease. And there is a constant reminder that I try to really iterate into what I create and that is that wherever you are is okay that's that. You might 
want to be somewhere else and you might be on this journey of endless comparison where it feels like you just can't keep up with the people around you or the things that are going on and that there is just an inundation of elements that make you feel smaller than you are but I want you to step into a beingness about where you're at and fully accept it and know that that's okay. There's this constant pressure it feels like that all of us feel, especially with the internet, with the access to information that we have, that we're running out of time, that there's something that needs to be done and it needs to be done right now. And you see this person doing this thing and this person doing that thing and It's just this unraveling of, should I be doing more? Am I doing the right thing? This existentialism that tends to follow, I think, everyone in this day and age. And as I sit in observation of where I'm at in my life, as I sit in observation of myself and being where I'm at, I begin to notice that there is so much time. We always feel like we're running out of it, always feel like we need to figure things out and get our shit together. And the whole premise of what I've decided to dedicate this podcast to and this venture to is that you cannot spend your life trying to put things together and make things beautiful and make things ready to be seen by the world before you decide to be seen by the world. You are where you are and it's okay to be there even if you're in a place of struggle. And it just seems like we premeditate all of our experiences so that we are prepared for experiencing them. And that's not the point. The point is the presence. The point is the peace in movement as you go along your journey and it's going to be challenging sometimes and you're going to question where you're at and you're not going to know what to do or what the next step is and that's part of it all we live in a culture that likes to normalize limitation and normalize comparison and normalize the desire to self-deprecate, the desire to make yourself small, to make other people feel better, and to compete instead of support. We live in this culture that pits us up against one another and makes us feel small or like we have to strive or we have to try really hard to attain any level of abundance and I think that I'm discovering how much of a lie that is and how easy it truly can be when you just step into beingness, when you just step into the presence of where you are, wherever you're at, and unconditionally accept it. And when you do that, you don't force others to be anything other than what they are. You find that people meet you where you're at, or it's easier to meet other people for where they're at and it just seems like all we do is force 
so much of the time trying to will things to be a certain way, trying to control the outcome of every event, of every move we make, needing things to fit into a fashion so that we feel okay, and trying to control this world around us just to keep ourselves out of pain, and that we are just so sensitive to every mistake that we make and we magnify it and make it seem like it is the worst thing in the world if we mess up or if we make a mistake we give ourselves no grace and one day we're gonna look back and remember what it was like to be young and how we spent all that time wishing we were somewhere else and wanting that time back. And I live with that knowing every day that whatever time I have here is special because I'm here. I'm still here, so I'm obviously supposed to be. And every day really is an opportunity to align, to obtain presence, to find the romance in life because it does exist. Our culture and the limitations around our culture wants to make us believe that we're supposed to suffer and that we're supposed to hate our jobs and hate our lives and hate ourselves and try to be somewhere else and want to be somewhere else and go, 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 hustle, 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 next thing, next thing, next thing. And is that not so exhausting? The idea of climbing up a ladder to attain a certain level of abundance, this idea that abundance and money or happiness will flow to you the more effort that you put in, the more you strive towards it, the more that you discipline yourself to not honor your body so that you can obtain these things that there will be an equal output and that's how it's supposed to be, that's a lie. That is a system created to burn you out because we were not meant to strive and work constantly so hard until our bones bleed to obtain the ability to live to obtain the ability to survive. And it seems like all we're doing all the time is surviving. We're not living. We're not giving ourselves grace. We're not being gentle with where we are at. And then we project onto other people who might be happy, who might be living their life in alignment. We project onto them all of our insecurities and we try to make them feel small. We want other people to feel as small as we feel so that we feel better about ourselves and we don't feel so alone in our suffering. But if you are suffering and another person is suffering, it does not take that suffering away. Misery loves company because it makes that misery comfortable. But why do we like to be comfortable in our pain? Why 
can we not just sit with it if it does exist? It's not a toxic positivity. It's not a denial of the pain. It's not a denial of the fact that sometimes in life we have to do things we don't want to do. We have to go through things that might have hurt us. But it is a radical acceptance of being. It is a radical acceptance of understanding that where you are is meant to teach you something and it's up to you it is up to you and only you to see those lessons to take from life all that it gives to you and decide which path you want to go on you have the choice you have the power every move you make every decision you make every energy in your body that you put behind something is communicating to the world how you feel about it and how you want it to treat you you let this world know how you're treated you give it the information you hand your energy over on a silver platter to the world beyond you and you say this is what i am entering you with today you leave your house or your apartment with a feeling of happiness a feeling of alignment wanting to find the good things and that day you're going to find them that day the world is going to treat you a little bit better than had you walked out of your house with despair and a victimhood attached to you an energy that is wanting to gain momentum in an opposite way wanting to gain momentum in negativity it is a spiral effect and the more that you learn how to be radically accepting how to really sit with yourself wherever you're at and not judge it and know that the good times will come the quicker those times come not trying to force not trying to need and not trying to control it is okay to not know what you want to do with your life <laughs> like that's really okay It's okay to not have a plan. It's okay to be lost. It's okay to be confused. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to worry. All of that is really okay. And I think those feelings are not the problem. It's the fear of those feelings. It's what those feelings awaken within us, which is true trepidation that we will never be out of that place when we feel lost or scared or confused we don't think that it might be the first step to clarity or feeling safe we think that maybe this will last forever and i'll be stuck here forever and it's just not true you can let yourself feel those things and at once know that those feelings will fade you can treat your emotions like visitors who are just dropping by to say hello and then leaving as they always do how many emotional fluxes do you go through in one day in one hour in 10 minutes where you might feel really good and really focused and then something starts to bother you or something makes you really happy we take where we're at and we feel so stuck but we are never stuck we are always moving we are always in momentum and we are always 
a big part of that momentum. Our choices and how we wake up in the morning and move through the world and enter our days all make a big difference in how that energy moves through us. Emotions are meant to be felt. They will flow much easier out of you once you allow them to flow through you, but we feel stuck because we keep ourselves stuck with the fear of being stuck. It is quite a paradox, quite a challenging thing to get ourselves out of once we are in it. But it really is what it is. That statement has gotten me through so much. It's become a mantra for me. It is what it is, and not in a way that says, you know, what the fuck am I going to do about it? It is what it is. I hate this. It is what it is. But no, it just is what it is. And I know that it'll change. I know that it will be something else. But right now, in this moment, this exists. And it is what it is. I think we should start normalizing not knowing and not having the answers. I think we should normalize confusion and embrace confusion and not feel so deprived from it and feel like we're missing out on this big picture if we don't know what we're doing. No one knows what the fuck they're doing. Even the people that you think have it all together and they know what they're doing, even they have these fluxes in not knowing and being confused and needing to change direction and wanting to change course because we are not static beings. We are not meant to be stagnant. So for every time you are content, there will be a time that comes where it's time for growth and you want to change and you get a little bored or you want to change course. And as a culture, we tend to fear those things. We tend to look at people who do something out of the ordinary and get really fearful of them for having the courage to do it, but also fearful for them and project our own doubts, our own insecurities onto them by saying things like, are you sure you want to do that? And what's your plan? And how are you going to make this work? And we tend to recoil when someone has a blind confidence in themselves. Why don't we know? If you've been wanting to learn a new language, connect with your family heritage, Rosetta Stone might be perfect for you. It is the most trusted language learning app available on desktop or as an app, and it is truly immersive in the language you want to learn. It's been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, with fast language acquisition and speech recognition as a built-in feature to give you feedback on your pronunciation like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, Figuring Shit Out listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. normalize having that blind faith 
And I don't mean to say this as be delusional to the extent that you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're not taking any steps to even try to figure it out and you're just wishing on the sky that you're going to be able to pay your rent tomorrow. Like, that's not what I'm saying, you know. Be smart, be responsible, but having a blind faith that you'll figure it out is not a bad thing to have. And that there's nothing you need to do other than be where you're at it's like this momentum finds you when it has a chance to and when you stop all of the incessant worrying that isn't serving you that is really when those answers come and when you allow yourself to be guided by your own energy alignment That is when you're able to trust yourself, trust your next step, even if you don't have real clarity on what it is, just knowing that there's a next step and you'll get there when you get there, but you're just enjoying the time on your way there. You're just enjoying the car ride or the journey to your destination. And I know it sounds so cheesy. I know it sounds like I'm recycling quotes from Disney movies but it's the key in so many ways it is the key to learn how to be okay in all of the flux in not knowing and deny this idea that the world our culture our society wants to put in our heads that it's too much to dream And it's too much to not know and that we need to have it all figured out right now. And it's just, what a drag that is, right? What fun would life be if we knew where we were going to be a year from now, two months from now, three months from now? That really is part of the fun of it learning how to embrace the not knowing, normalizing the not knowing, normalizing the confusion and the existential crises that we all have and not feeling like we are the only ones that have them. You tend to sometimes look at people who maybe are successful in the field that you want to be successful in or who maybe are your age but seem like they're doing better than you, and I'm saying that with quotations, seem like they're doing better than you in your mind, and say to yourself, like, they don't get it, like, they are doing much better or they have it all figured out or they have what I want, and you separate yourself from them and you basically say, like, they don't know what it's like to be me and then you isolate yourself from them instead of just looking at them and saying, I know that they feel this fear too and look how they're moving through it, look how much they're able to create even with this fear, this fear and this feeling of confusion it is such a natural part of our existence and our humanity especially as we grow into adulthood and we go through the journey of being young and to isolate yourself and pretend like you are the only one who feels it is it's doing yourself a really really big injustice it is not letting you see other people for who they are and 
projecting yourself onto them and it's also keeping you small and you don't deserve to be small you don't deserve to feel like you're wrong for not knowing you are younger now than you're ever going to be whether you're young or you're old that is just fact and we have a lot of time but at once you know all we kind of have is right now and it starts right now and I just I think that when you project onto others the feelings of fear and sadness and insecurity that you have within yourself all you're doing is pushing people away and all you're doing is keeping yourself stuck in a cycle that you don't want to be in you are isolating yourself and telling yourself that there is a huge difference between you and that person who's doing better and that you can't be that you couldn't and so you have to hate them or find things wrong with them or be upset at them but not consciously upset at them sometimes we don't even know that this is how we're feeling sometimes people just rub us the wrong way and we're not really sure but the answer really is always within us the answer always is what part of them is uncovering a hidden part of you that's what that is your value and your worth as a human being is not based on what you've done or what you've created or your job or how much you make or you, where you live or what you're doing your value is based on you it's who you are living life and enjoying life is your birthright it's not something you have to earn it's not something that you have to strive for. You don't need to be at a particular place before you can decide to start living. You're already living. You're breathing. Your heart is beating. Your lungs are pumping. You're already living. When are you going to decide that you want to enjoy that experience instead of resent it? And that's only up to you. It's okay to be confused. And once you start to realize that, once you start to embrace it, you can have fun with it and treat it as a funny little object in your life that won't always be there, but comes around to show you the clarity. At the opposite end of confusion, there is clarity. Everything has this equal and opposite to it. So you experience a level of intense happiness that you've never maybe attained before and in that opposite is an intense sadness that you've never maybe attained before that really is the flux of life and we cannot will for one over the other and hold so tightly onto one because we don't want to feel the other it's just about embracing all of the experiences the magnitude of them as we grow and expand in this life and knowing that we are here to feel, we are feeling creatures, we move through this world with so much emotion, but we turn it off willingly, sometimes unconsciously, sometimes not willingly to protect ourselves. But all that does is 
cut our cords. It just snips us off from reaching a higher level of happiness or abundance. Once you cut yourself off from pain and decide that you don't want to feel pain and you're scared to feel confused, that pain and confusion doesn't leave you. It just keeps you stuck in that place where you can't get out, you can't move because you won't allow yourself to feel it. And you value yourself. You tell yourself it's okay by letting yourself feel it and not equating your value as a human being in this earth to your output, to your productivity. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Genuinely, do what you want to do. Move how you want to move. Make the money that you need to make to live and like survive and do all of that. But don't get caught up in this idea that you have to suffer to be happy, that you have to work a job that you hate to be a person. You don't. There are other options. There are always other options. And sometimes you got to work that job that you hate to realize that. Like sometimes you need to go through it all, but it's about not resenting the place that you're at because you fear that it will never leave you, but embracing the unhappiness because you know that At the end of this spectrum, there is a happiness, there is a freedom, and it's just my job to be where I'm at and find that freedom, keep that freedom in my object of attention, knowing that that is what I deserve. And how do you know it's what you deserve? Because it's what you want. It's as simple as that. We are conditioned to believe that What we deserve is based on how hard we work for the thing. And sometimes, you know, that's true. You have to put in a certain level of ambition and discipline to be able to achieve what you want. But at the same time, if there is something that you want, that you feel called to do, that you feel aligned with, for a second, do not believe that you are not worthy of it. If you want it, you are worthy of it. If you are confused on how to get there, join the club. It's not about the how, it's about the knowing and it's about the presence as you sit in that knowing and let yourself be moved and guided to it. The answers always come when you don't expect them. And so if we're sitting around flipping over every rock, looking for the timeline, looking for the answers, looking for the next move, the next step, looking, 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 we're going to miss the quiet whisper in our ear that tells us now is the time. And we're also going to miss the enjoyment of all of it. Sometimes I have these moments where I look around very often, actually. Um, I look around and I just notice how lucky I am. And I do feel like I am very lucky as an individual. I'm very grateful for my life. But I think that part of what makes me grateful for my life is a constant practice of gratitude in my life. I think I could look at my life and be really confused and be really upset about that confusion. But instead, I'm confused, but I'm grateful. Um, but I have these moments where I take a look around and I just sit in how this was what I wanted. Like growing up, I dreamed of being kind of exactly where I'm at. And in any moment that I ever feel 
a sense of resentment for where I'm at. It doesn't take me long to get back to that place of, I'm 23 years old and I'm not gonna be 23 years old forever. My grandma, she recently passed at 93 years old. That's 70 years. And if I am lucky enough to take on the genes of longevity in my family, I got 70 years to go. And to me, that's unfathomable. 70 years, I haven't even lived a third of that. I don't know, it's too late to do math, but I've lived maybe a bit of a fraction of that. And how special it is that I am aware that I'm so young and that I am young with people that I love (laughs) surrounded by me and that I get to live in this amazing place, this amazing city, not knowing what's next, like how special that is because one day things are going to be a bit more clear and I'm going to have more answers than I do now. I know that. And you too should know that, that if you're young and you're confused, there is a place and point in time where you're not young and you're not as confused. You might still have a little bit of that confusion, but for the most part, you're more established in your beingness. And as I go through the journey of my beingness, I just want to be in that journey because I just know how special it is to be young and to be here and to be alive and be a witness to it all. And of course I waver. Of course I fall off that high horse. Of course I fall off my level of alignment, but it doesn't take me long to get back on it because I know it's always there waiting for me. And it's not about the answers. It's just about the knowing that those answers really will come. I don't need to will them to come. I don't need to force them to come. They're going to come. And the same for you too. I don't have anything that you don't. I'm not special in any particular way. I just have found these truths and have learned how to live my life through them and it's made living my life a hell of a lot easier and a hell of a lot more fun. And don't for a second think that your life is not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. You're here to have fun. You're here to enjoy it. You're here to live. You are not here to survive. Okay, that's all I got for you. It's 1.35 a.m. in the morning. (laughs) And this was a really wonderful experience to record this late at night. I've never done this before. And I felt so centered through it. And this really was a stream of consciousness episode. I kind of had an idea of like, I want to talk about being where you're at, but this just flowed so beautifully and aligned really well to this crazy week that I've had around a lot of confusion, a lot of projection. But nonetheless, here we are. This podcast episode will have a YouTube video with it. I just recorded a YouTube video at 1.35 a.m. as I recorded this podcast. So if you want to see that, it will be on my channel. My channel is Butterfly Fountain, but it'll be in the description I've been posting and creating videos along with my podcast episodes since episode 9. I recently just uploaded one for episode 7. And it's going to be something that I want to do along every podcast episode is also create a video. 
They are going to be usually shortened versions of the longer full-length podcast. So if the podcast is around 30 to 40 minutes, likely it would be a 15 to 20 minute video. And I like to put a lot of work into the aesthetics of it. I'm still learning, but it's getting better and better, I must say. Every time I do it, I learn something else. I position the camera in the right way. So if you're curious for that, go ahead, take a look. Next week, I am not sure there's going to be a podcast episode. Maybe there will be, but it's doubtful. I will be traveling and I want to be really present where I'm at. And I think that where I'm going is going to inspire a lot for creation and I want to be able to absorb it. So this is my first week without posting regularly, which is really kind of crazy because I've posted every week since I began, but there might be a lapse in time um, between now and the next episode. But if you have any questions or are wanting updates, you can follow the podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram. Both are linked in the Spotify description. And if you take away one thing, from this episode, this episode totally actually, it is that if you spend your whole life trying to get your act together, you don't have a life. You have an act. So go live your fucking life. You gotta look for the redeeming feature. You gotta look for things to appreciate. You gotta find a reason to make it okay where you are. No. I've got to strive and struggle and try. That's what I've been taught. Growth and expansion is my quest. Now, that's inevitable. Whether it comes easy or hard is the question. The horrible truth is that it's an inside job. That if you're going to get that love and that respect that you just so love, that connect, that union starts inside. To every experience of growth, there is an equal and an opposite. And that equal and an opposite is what drives you to that light. So you have to start inwards. You have to start first within yourself. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu.